Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Gather round, children. It's a new episode of Super Megacast. Nine to be exact. Yeah, episode nine. Would you look at that? Wow, it's it's time's going by fucking fast. Oh my god, yeah, it is. I honestly, the, the, this past week has just been shooting by. Probably for me because I sleep until like three or four in the afternoon every day. That's not a joke, and that's uh, something that I really need to get in check. Yeah, but... you didn't wake up till like five today, really. Well, get out of bed. You woke up probably around what noon, but stayed in bed till like five. I, th- I should probably see a doctor because I think there might be something wrong with me. If because the, it's weird because the thing is, I no matter what time I go to bed, I'll still wake up at like two or three and still not feel rested. So. Maybe I should see a doctor, Ryan. Maybe I have cancer. Well, anyway, guys, welcome back to Super Mega Cast. Uh, last week, we talked about how we were going to go see a movie uh, called Swiss Army Man, starring mm-hmm. Daniel Radcliffe and Paul Dano. Is it Dano or Dano? Dano. Dano. Well, Ryan, uh, t- t- what, what did you think of the movie? Let, let's hear it. I thought it was refreshing and different from the usual fodder that's released uh, to cinemas nowadays. There's my pretentious quote for the day. <laughs> um, but, like, I mean, if we're talking about it, most things that are coming out follow the same formula. Very cookie-cutter movies. Even though this, you know, um, movie follows just the kind of plot formula of, like, the climax and all that stuff, but it, it, it was just a very – it was a different premise – than you usually get, of course, being that there's a dead body that ha- has all these magical tricks up its sleeve uh, when you want to use it for survival. Yeah, yeah. So just, just for the people that don't know what we're talking about, Swiss Army Man is a movie that is in theaters as of the time of this podcast being released. And it is about a man marooned on an island and he finds a dead body uh, played by Daniel Radcliffe that washes up on the shore. And he is mentally insane, and he believes that the body is alive. And the, throughout the movie, it's him trying to find civilization, and he's using the body as like a machine gun and like, like a Swiss Army man, Swiss Army knife, you know. Yeah, it has a bunch of uses. But that is basically the gist of the movie. And if you haven't seen it, go watch the trailer or go watch the movie. If when you're listening to this, the movie is online. It's a very good movie. But that's just a quick, quick all the movie in one synopsis. Yeah, synopsis. But but overall. Um, I thought the movie, like what Ryan said, was very refreshing because it it was weird. And there's I don't think there's enough weird movies that come out these days because most movies are very Hollywood tame. Yeah, very simple simple plot. You know, you can guess the if you if you show me a movie trailer, odds are 
you you can guess the entire plot of the movie from the trailer. Yeah. Swiss Army Man wasn't like that at all. When Ryan and I Ryan first showed me the trailer a few months ago, we were both like really perplexed by it and it and it was this like what the what the fuck is this movie going to be? It's so bizarre. And that that's what made me want to see it in the first place. Not only that, but the cast uh Paul Dano and Daniel Radcliffe working together is amazing. I love Paul Dano ever since I've seen uh, him in Little Miss Sunshine, and of course then seeing his work continue on into uh, There Will Be Blood and uh, other movies, of course, in the future. But those are the two uh, movies that I think of when Paul Dano comes to mind. And Daniel Radcliffe is coming out of the whole Harry Potter era, I think, just perfectly. It's very smart that he's picking these types of roles um, they're different, they're weird, it puts him out there, and you and I even saw a trailer where he plays, like, an undercover, uh, White neo-Nazi, yeah. yeah, neo-Nazi, so, I mean, I'm loving, uh, that Daniel Radcliffe is getting out from that Harry Potter thing, and he's doing a fucking great job at it, if, in my opinion. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe, like, cause, you know, most actors, after they play one big role, it, it's really hard for them to separate themselves from that role and to move on and do other big things. You know, a lot of big actors, after playing a big role, they go on and play other roles, but they never play anything that is seen as, like, a big, significant role. Yeah. Like, Brian Cranston, for example, is doing what Daniel Radcliffe is doing, because he was... After Malcolm in the Middle ended, everyone's like, well, how's he ever going to be in anything else? And then he did Breaking Bad, which was ten times bigger than And now Malcolm people are thinking the same thing. How is he going to do anything else? But he has been coming out with movies that have been at least um, critically successful. Uh, there was Trumbo, uh, which... The Infiltrator is mm-hmm. coming out, too. Yeah. Which is... Uh, it's kind of funny, because now he's playing the opposite of what he played in Breaking Bad. He's playing an undercover cop that's trying to bust... Pablo Escobar, which is like one of the biggest drug kingpins in history, so mm-hmm. looks like an interesting movie, and I do want to see that. But uh, back to Swiss Army Man, uh, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll go into more depth into like reviews and stuff when we get our movie review segment underway on Coming Super Mega. Soon. Yeah, but um, uh, let's just go around the thing. Would you recommend it, Matt? Oh, absolutely. I actually want to see it again in theaters because I don't know. It, it, it was so weird and different, but it, it was so charming and also so – I don't know. It, it's a movie that after it ended, I thought about it a lot. It's one of those because most movies you see, you leave the theater and you're like, oh, that was a good movie. But, and then you don't really think about it that much again. But this is one of those movies that as days went on after I saw it, I was still thinking about it. And, yeah. and, and I think movies that do that to me, that, that stay in my head, to me I think that means it's a really good movie. And I really enjoyed the cinematography. The soundtrack was... I fucking love the soundtrack. Ryan and I have been singing it all week. Pop popcorn, dude. Pop, 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 um, pop, yeah. pop. I, I definitely recommend it, and I'm, I'm going to have to take you up on that. We're going to have to go see it again because, as you said, after the movie ended, I, I was perplexed, but I was also just kind of reinvigorated to try to jump into that whole world and just kind of like not pick it apart necessarily, but kind of look at things knowing how it plays out, just kind of now paying attention to all the like minor things. Uh, that you usually look out for in a second watch. Um, it's definitely a fun, immature movie that handles mature topics very well. Super immature movie. Um, yeah, but like it hand like ah, it's 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 such a feel good movie. It is. There's like the montages in it, even though they're one of the songs uh, on the album is montage. It's but, like uh, the the main theme to the movie yeah. is called that. But like the montage, there it's just. I haven't felt this happy in a movie in a long time, and it's and it's. I think it's strictly because it's just you're looking at it from a different perspective than you would, you know, boy meets girl, you know, nerdy boy meets extrovert girl who shows him how to be himself. Boy meets dead corpse, and (laughs) and it's it's funny because these montage scenes in the movie 
It's like it's this guy in this dead body secluded from civilization, but it makes you feel so warm in your heart because yeah. I don't know. To me, it emulated the feeling that I felt as a kid playing in the woods with my best friends. Sorry, one more thing about the movie. Uh, we'll get on to other topics, uh, of course, after this. Is just I have to commend it for practical effects. I love that they did things practically. You and I saw a featurette on yeah. YouTube where it showed us that they didn't bitch out on all this stuff by going the green screen they route. didn't do any cgi they didn't do any like fake special effects with the computer all the effects in the movie were were done at least uh, most of the effects yeah, yeah i know most all of them, them but. I, I but but we saw this featurette that showed that like all this all the fire all of the you know all the effects in the movie were practical yeah like when it as you said when it comes to like them catching on fire when it comes to like uh certain scenes when uh the bus they made is kind of moving and shaking and uh, you can see the crew members standing around throwing leaves into the scene and with fans and everything. And it's so great to just kind of see all these people using their imagination with a movie about imagination. Yeah, that, that's, I think that's the biggest thing that sets this movie apart is so many movies are made by you know big Hollywood studios by, by a bunch of dudes in suits in a room. And, and, and the whole point of the movie is how can we make a movie that people will go see that will get a lot of money will sell a lot of tickets and you can tell that this movie was more of a passion project between these two directors that the Daniels yeah that they 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 wanted to make something imaginative and fun and weird and they weren't afraid if it wasn't going to not sell a lot of tickets they made what they wanted to make and overall it came out to be a really fucking amazing movie yeah Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. But yeah, we both recommend it. Go see it. Um, you know, if you enjoy this segment of the podcast, then you will enjoy the little movie review show we have cooked up for you that will come out in the future. Yes. So um, we're, uh, we're also not paid by this movie to promote it we just really yeah. like it uh also uh you know what just came out like an hour ago yeah what what, what came out an hour ago ryan pokemon go <laughs> what <laughs> sounded like a hook in like a trap song <laughs> <Pokemon Go? laughs> hey. yeah but by the time we're recording this podcast i think pokemon go came out like two hours ago Mm-hmm. And um, we both just downloaded it, and we've been playing it, messing around with it, and we actually just uh, finished there's a video on our channel, I think, right now. Yeah, by the time this podcast comes out, there's a video of us messing around with Pokemon Go on the channel. So, so go check that out. But Ryan, just released today. Yeah, it's a it, it, it's a fun it's a fun little mobile game. It's different, and it is 
I don't know. It, it gets you out. It gets yeah. you outside. Uh, gets you to like explore um, local kind of things. Like there's this painting that I had no. I thought it looked like graffiti to me, but for some reason, um, this painting is a part of this app in terms of like you get to learn about it. Yeah. So um, there's this there's this painting um, kind of near where we live, and it, it popped up on our Pokemon Go app and like gave us facts about it and and. Be- and then we went there, and because we went there, we got three Pokeballs. So it was like, whoa, that's actually really cool. So it, the app seems like it wants you to get out and actually learn about where you are yeah. and shit like that. And we're Bulbasaur buddies, dude. Yeah, we both we both have a little Bulbasaur. Hey, Ryan, do you mind if I uh, if I just climb on my Segway real quick? And sure, of go. course. You know, I'll, just... I'll be here. <sighs> oh, there you go. Oh, segway on to the next topic. I want to talk a little bit, Ryan, about... Our disgusting, disgusting habits. So every night for probably the past week, Ryan and I will, at about midnight, we'll walk to 7-Eleven. Yep. We'll buy about $20 worth of candy and process disgusting shit like like donuts, 7-Eleven donuts. Got to get those donuts. Oh, that, that cotton candy that you oh, mentioned. Oh, God. It's, 7-Eleven sells cotton candy in these little cups, and it's cherry, and it's fucking delicious. So if you live near a 7-Eleven, go see if they have it. Promoting childhood obesity since 2000. 16. High five. But yeah, every night we'll go out and we'll buy like $20 worth of shit and we'll come back and we'll sit down on our couch. Yeah, Why do you always me. do that during a podcast? The burp? No, like you always throw up in your mouth. Like I didn't throw up in my mouth. I just oh. burped. Because <laughs> like, it's just like every time in podcast, I'm sitting there editing and also just like, <sighs> sorry about that. Okay, because I'm, I'm always like literally every 10 seconds, I, I have this weird like esophageal like <laughs> spasm and i burp but they're not like regular burps it's like like down near my near my cert not my cervix the cervix is a part of a vagina near my uh <laughs> near my diaphragm near your urethra dude yeah and and actually i legitimately need to go to a doctor because i have such bad acid reflux reflex what well, i don't know what it's called dude but but someone told me they were like yeah constant burping like that is a sign of cancer and i'm like oh great so I probably should go to a doctor. But back to what I was saying, these two topics actually kind of correlate. Okay. Um, Ryan and I will plop down on the couch and put on, like, YouTube or Netflix, and we'll just, like, eat all this shit for, like, two hours. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. We should we do it again We watch top tonight. ten videos. We got Rob Dyke turned up to max. Yeah, we watch all these, like, creepy top ten, like... Top 10 proof of alien life. and We watch so many top 10 videos, and never will we watch a Matthew Santoro top no, 10 video. No, because his face scares the fuck out of me. <laughs> it scares Matt. We can't watch him. I'm too scared of him. <laughs> when we saw him at VidCon, I had to, I had to leave the room. <laughs> it's like a parent trying to bring their kid to a movie because the parent wants to see it, but they don't want to charge for a babysitter, and this kid's like, no, the movie scares me. Just please, just... Just come on. Like, YouTube's like, please watch it. Please. And we're both like, no, we he's don't want scary. to. He he's looks scary. He looks scary. Looks like he just busted out of, like, an insane asylum, like a psych <laughs> ward, and he's going to kill me. It looks like he creates a photo, like, shop crossbid between him and the, what, Cheshire, Cheshire cat? Yeah. From yeah. Alice in Wonder shit. <laughs> Alice in Underpants. <laughs> the porn version. Perfect. It's like he was made in a lab by YouTube to create <laughs> top ten videos. It's like, we must create the perfect host. God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect energetic host to host these top ten videos. Some some mad scientists were like, let's give him like let's give him creepily perfect teeth. Some stereotypical German scientist. <laughs> yeah, he's like a creation, like a monster creation in a lab. This like, is my creation. He's alive! Matthew Zentoro! We love you, Rob Dyke. 
Yeah, Rob Dyke doesn't put himself. Well, yeah, he does actually, but but not. But Rob Dyke has this creepy. He barely like, puts himself in the thumbnails. But when he does, I don't mind clicking it because he's got this creepy little charm to him. That's like it's like ooh spooky. God, it's like Rob Dyke. I have to commend him. It's like he got a like uh, what is it? He got he got a Spike TV show onto <laughs> yeah. YouTube. He's like volleyball is usually a sport where there are a lot of ups. But unfortunately for this family, their day came crashing down. <laughs> yeah. Like that type of stuff. And like, I love it. It's, it's so creative. and I, It's just like a little show. It, it's like he's writing a high school essay. And, <laughs> yeah. and, he, and he has to write like his opening paragraph. And he's like, <laughs> for most people, a ride on the subway is a part of their daily life. But for one man in 2005, it's just like <laughs> yeah. he creates all, all these wonderful little openings and closings. I love them. I want to give him a big kiss. If I die, mark it down in the books. <laughs> if if either one of us die, we want Rob Dyke to come to our funeral and be the – what is it? A, a eulogist? Yeah, a eulogy. Just uh, get, perform a eulogy. A, 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 a Googleist? <laughs> From from Zoolander, but uh, yeah, I want him to come and perform a eulogy at my funeral, and I want him to just read it out like Matt Watson, what, and and just read out some some goofy fucking eulogy like written by like someone trying to write a high school essay. Gotta love Rob Dyke. Gotta love the Dykes. Is Dyke a bad word? How bad of a word is Dyke? Right? Uh, I thought Dyke is just it means lesbian. Well, it means butch lesbian, right? It's yeah. a certain type of lesbian that right. it like tries to. Well, I'm not saying dyke in an offensive context. So you don't have to cut it out, right? I don't think so. I don't know. Okay, well, we'll keep it I don't in. know what's offensive. Give us – give us. Uh... I think it would be more offensive if we just like – to all the fucking gross dykes out there. <laughs> like that would that would be offensive. I think we're just like kind of like figuring out like what the word means. Yeah, like we're, we're not like – we're not over here like throwing out some hate speech. We're just legitimately trying to figure out a, a not commonly used slur. Yeah. Like, is we, this... we leave the hate speech up to the professionals over at the Westboro Baptist Church. And Keemstar. Good – Good, they should like do a collab video. Oh my god! They should do. You know how they do those like uh, like song parodies? Yeah, they, do they the should music do videos. one of a uh, found a dollar, found a found a dollar. It'd be like found a Jesus, found a found a Jesus. I don't think. Well, I don't know, but uh, found a I, Jesus in Bethlehem. That that sounds like a great a great a great Westboro Baptist Church parody. But if you've seen their music videos, it's never like found Jesus. It's like. Thank God for dead soldiers to the, <laughs> to the tune of like Lady Gaga. God, they're so fucked up. Oh my god. Like, um, I, I don't know if anyone listening has seen, I'm sure a lot of you have seen their music videos, but what the Westboro Baptist Church does is they will take popular songs and then make, like, like music video parodies of these songs, uh, but they replace it with, like, you Stuff know. Stuff like, if you're gay, if you're gay, you will then burn in hell. Yeah. Like that type of shit. <laughs> That's good, dude. Is, yeah. that, is that actually one of their songs? I don't know. Sounds like it. You should be a writer, Ryan. Yeah. If, if, for, if, for them? Yeah, if Super Mega, <laughs> Super Mega, Super Mega, if Super Mega ever uh, <laughs> goes down the drain, Ryan, I say you and I pack our stuff, move to Wichita, Kansas, and uh, join the Westboro Baptist Church and produce high quality videos for them. What do you say? Hail God. <laughs> hail God. Hail God, dude. And so you just walk into their church, just hail God. Hail God. <laughs> Ryan, I got something to talk about. Yeah. Explain to me why every fucking children's cereal. It's it's a mascot either chasing the kids for the cereal or they're chasing him for the cereal. Why can't no seriously think about it? Like Lucky Charms, Tricks, uh, Apple Jacks. It's always fucking like people chasing each other for the cereal. Like it's some rare commodity and they can't just go to the store and fucking buy it. Captain Crunch. It's like it's like he like bursts. He's like God because it, it's putting you in the club of I have this. Oh, I have this. Look at look at that. I never thought about it that way. It's like I. I 
can't they just go to the store and buy the cereal and just coexist and enjoy the cereal? Well, at that age, the kid, the the commercials are aimed at kids who then ask their parents that he's like, "Oh my god, I saw this like when Cookie Crisp came out." I'm like, "Chocolate chip cookies for cereal." Dad, mom. Well, my parents were divorced, so it was like, Dad. Then a week later, Mom, give me some, <laughs> and then give Ryan, me some Cookie Crisp. Ryan, the lucky bastard, would get two servings of Cookie Crisp. You son of a bitch. You lucky son of a bitch. I'm so lucky. For Christmas, I'd get two boxes of Cookie you Crisp. You asshole. <laughs> That's all you would get under each tree. One wrapped present. And mom, it's a box I, of Cookie Crisp. All I wanted some Cookie Crisp. I mean, the fucking, like, Apple Jacks dudes. Like, there was, like, the, the, the Rasta... Apple. The apple and the cinnamon thing. Yeah, the cinnamon guy was like like a, a Rasta guy that was – were they chasing each other? Because they don't make those commercials. No, anymore. the apple was chasing the, the cinnamon, man. Man, I want some – smoke some weed and eat some Apple Jacks, man. <laughs> I like uh, – like, and remember the old Cap'n Crunch commercials? Like they'd, they'd wish for Cap'n Crunch. I don't remember. But then his ship would fucking come crashing through wherever the hell they were yeah. with that little like – the, the one exception to this whole thing are Fruit Loops, right? Or they're probably not the only exception, but they're a big exception because it really only focuses on Toucan Sam. And oh, at least when I was a kid, it focused on him and his like little yeah, nephews. Yeah, his, his or little whatever. nephews. Kind of like Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, I remember, I remember those commercials. They don't – dude, cereal – I mean I haven't seen any recent cereal commercials. Well, you know I don't watch TV because you know Netflix and Hulu and HBO Now and all these things have come into fruition, which has pretty much canceled out the necessity of daytime television. I, I mean as much as I would love to sit down and watch a little Nickelodeon, a little Disney Channel – I don't know what serial commercials are like nowadays, and and, and I I see them every now and then, uh, whether it be like when I'm at my cousin's house and they're watching TV or something like that. But it, it seems like they've lost that that charm, <laughs> that Lucky Charm. Uh-oh. Get it? Huh? No, but it seems that's like that's like my favorite cereal. Lucky Charms. Are, I like Fruit Loops. That's to my be favorite. Then second has to be Fruity, Fruity Pebbles. Pebbles, baby. Fruity Pebbles. And then third is just whatever I'm in the mood for. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, but that's a good way because I don't I don't know if I have a favorite cereal. It just depends on what I'm in the mood for. Yeah, so I, I have like my streaks. I like Honeycomb. I like. Uh, I like Fruity Pebbles a Adult lot. Adult cereals are good, like Banana Nut Crunch. Mm. Those are some good. They're good. good. I like Blueberry. Cereals. It's really hard to find, uh, and I don't know if it's only in the South, but it's a cereal called Blueberry Morning where it's like these delicious little little flakes, and then it's got blueberries, and it's super tasty. And I also like Raisin Bran a lot. Raisin Bran Crunch. Mm. It's got to be Raisin Bran Crunch. Of Otherwise, it's, it's just a bunch of They're shit. sweet little crunchy bits. Yeah, and those raisins. Mm-mm. Mm. 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 Oh, raisins. But, you know, like the uh... – oh, Reese's Puffs too. Remember the old commercials for Reese's, Reese's Puffs? Puffs? Reese's Puffs, Reese's Puffs, peanut butter, chocolate flavor. Yep. See, that's good marketing because now like – That's ingrained. Like eight years later, eight to ten years later, we still remember that song exactly. There will be times literally like probably very rarely, but every now and then like I'll go into the shower and I'll be like, Reese's Puffs, Reese's Puffs. And then Puffs. I'll just like sing it in my head or I'll like sing it to myself. It's it's weird. How is, how is that stuff ingrained? Like, you know – um. Like the national anthem and all that shit, or I don't know uh, the words pledge to the allegiance. Or so, okay, we'll 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 dumb it down. The pledge of allegiance. Why do we know all that? Uh, cause Why? Because they, they from the time from until I can or remember, like they made this. us say it every single day. Join in. Jesus loves me. This, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones from here below, they are weak, but He is strong. I don't I don't know anything beyond really. The Bible tells me so. Wow. It does. Is it? Is it? Un- I guess. Did I have a bigger religious upbringing than you did? Well, I think. I think. Because I was like very you, into it for you, a w- long time. I think we grew up with different sects of Christianity that were very different, and I yeah. think that you were in the type of Christianity that sang more of those songs. 
because uh, my family I went was to always a Methodist church. What yeah, did you go to? my family Baptist? was always uh, very no, no, no. We were Anglican. We were always oh, we went to a really contemporary church. Okay, so it was very like modern, and we didn't sing that stuff. But did you did you have the please turn to in page four oh nine? No, 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 no. Okay, we, we that, had, that's the type of church we had, and then we had the early service that were like, "Jesus is cool." Like yeah, we, we had a we, we had a rock band, and I. <laughs> but there was also another church next to us that was part of our church, but it was for like old people, and they would play the organ, and it was like seven in the morning. Ah. And my, I, I think we went to it once, and it was oh, it was god awful. Oh, you got to wake up at the crack of dawn and listen to a bunch of old people like. Oh, you could smell their breath and shit, and they all smell bad. And it's, yep, I hate old people. But uh, but 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 does it make me? Does it make me un-American, Ryan? Do do you just want to grab your rifle and your and your and your American flag and kill me for not knowing the words to the national anthem? Let's sing the national anthem. Let's see how much I. No, know. I definitely don't know it. Let, let's try. Is it? Is it? Okay, oh, this okay. sounds really okay. bad. Is yeah. the national anthem the one that goes "Oh say can you sing"? Yeah. Okay. All right, God, some patriotic Wait, people are going to give me a lot of shit. Are the National Anthem and the Star-Spangled Banner the same thing? No. God, oh, say, can you see by the dawn's oh. early light for so, so proud? We skipped a whole bunch of shit. Why is it getting <laughs> yeah. so peppy and bright right off the bat? Every time I'm at a baseball game, which is not very often, but every time I'm at any sports event, they're like, please rise for the National Anthem. I'm like, fuck. It reminds me of like North Korea when I see that at a stadium, just everyone stands up and, and they have their over, hands over their heart. Like, oh, sort of. you know oh, it's like <clears throat> we're gonna get a lot of shit because there's a lot of there's a lot of nationalism uh, people that are like super patriotic, super American, and there's nothing wrong if if you're into that. But I I think it's a little silly to get offended by like you don't know the lyrics to the national anthem. You're Fuck not you. Americans. Why do you even live here? It's like uh, a lot of people don't realize that you know there's so many fucking cultures out there and so much other shit and i don't mean to sound like a pretentious we're a melting pot asshole. that's the thing of america we're a melting pot why are we trying to like be like america oh! just when it's like when we accept when we're supposed to at least accept other countries we don't have a clear history of we, doing that we, we live in los angeles and before i moved here i had never seen so many different races religions types of people it's in one much place just white and black where we live yeah it's just there's not really any mexicans there's not really there's like no muslims barely any asians so it's like coming to la it was this massive eye opening cultural you know punch in the face and i don't know i think i think people should focus more on america as this great place where it doesn't matter what country you're from you can come here and everyone can have a chance at doing something not this like oh you're not american fuck you Ryan Ryan's actually uh not an American because I am. he has he has I am an American. Nope. He's he's part Middle Eastern. Somewhat, yeah. Mm mm mm. Trump would be pissed about that. Yeah. He'd Ryan. tell me to go back home. What what wait, what percentage like Middle Eastern are you? Like I'm a quarter? Twenty five percent. Because your mom is half Middle Eastern, right? Yeah. Okay, from like Libya? Arabic. Or well Lebanon. she she moved to um Lebanon. She was born in Libya. Oh, and then okay. moved to Lebanon, then, of course, because of the Civil War conflict going on there. I mean, they have a lot of conflicts going. They did have a lot. I probably still Last year's Civil War this year's Civil War? <laughs> just like, it just, yeah, but uh, so they just moved to the U.S. early, and that's a summarized story of my mom coming to the U.S. That's, a, that's the great story of Cecile and that sweet Arab poon. Ooh. Yep. Get yourself a slice today. <laughs> Pre-order now and Buy get one, some get Cecile. Buy one, get one free. <laughs> Yeah, but Love you, Mom. My, my parents are just good old Americans, just good old white Americans. But anyway, Ryan, uh, we, we, we also want to take a moment uh, as this podcast is nearing its end. We, we want to thank you guys for the unending support 
that you've been giving us the past few weeks. Um, yeah, views are yeah, great, and we, not just that, but like the like the comments, they're all positive, at least mostly from what I've seen. And to get so many positive comments after such a big growth is a really cool thing to see because you know we get those mixtures of "fuck you guys," "you guys are offensive," uh, <laughs> "boohoo." But uh, it's good to see that people are supporting this brand of humor and style of comedy and channel in general. Yeah, um, and, and and it's like you know, um, but but we you know a few weeks ago we got that we got that bump from uh, Jack gave us a shout out in one of his videos, and ever since then the growth has been pretty constant, and it looks like the channel is on its way to bigger and better things, and we just want to say genuinely thank you for everyone who has subscribed, everyone who watches us on a daily basis, people that say they actually look forward to watching our videos, just the people that come stop by every now and then, yeah, just to, to give it a watch, like thank you so much because. This is, you know, what we basically do with our lives. This is why we live this is why we moved across the country. This is this is what we do. So the fact that people actually support it and and enjoy it and show their friends and family, it means a lot. So really thank you guys for all the support recently. We have a lot of good stuff on the way that you're not gonna wanna miss. Um but but anyways, uh I, I can't think of anything else to say, so oh, now sorry, let me save you. Um let me hop on this segue real quick. Uh, let me, let me climb on I the back. To... Okay. Uh, okay. Say something, Ryan. Get me out of this okay, hole. Here we go. Are you ready for this, Matt? I'm ready. You haven't fucking played Overwatch yet, dude. I haven't played Overwatch. What the fuck? I, I bought it. I haven't played it. Just But but I, I think that, you know, I don't want to make any promises, but... We're I, supposed to shoot we, a video of some sort. We're maybe going to do an Overwatch video about my first experience with Overwatch. Maybe, Pretty much possibly. we're forced to do this because... We just said it. Well, yeah. I want to do it anyway, so... Yeah. Uh, keep your eyes open for that. Maybe it might not happen, so don't hold us to that because but we know, want to. We're big liars. Um, yeah, we're we're huge liars. We make promises we can't keep. Um, just like normal fucking human beings. Oh my god, <laughs> it's almost like we make mistakes. Like uh -oh. humans. Oh no, we're, you mean we're not some weird corporate machine that just pumps out content and smiles? Yes. And <laughs> okay, re real quick, back to. Back to commenters that get of offended. It's funny when people take, like, they stumble upon our videos and they take their time to type out this, like, long comment about how, like, we riled their feathers up. It's just funny to me because it's like, no one's making you watch it. It's free content. If you don't like it, just go, just give it a dislike and move on. You don't have to write out this long post. It's like, and not just that, but, like, when when you're getting mad at someone for a different belief, you're do you're doing more harm to your side. You need to, like... <laughs> I don't know. I wish people were more understanding that people had different views. And, like, if we do something, sometimes it may be offensive. It may be wrong to say. But, like, if your first instinct is to get mad, then how do you expect us to even learn a little bit more or want to at least accept what you're saying? If it comes off as an, as an attack, we're not going to really listen to your side that much. We're not going to try to understand it. Um, but if you – I don't know. We're I just, just feel like if if you come at something with such volatile just just – sharpen teeth Fuck and everything yeah it it you're doing nothing but making yourself i guess try to look better um in some moral way because we all know that if if you have a better moral compass than the person next to you then you have an open seat to shangri-la what yeah words to live by by ryan mcgee <laughs> it, or, or, or in the words of steve harvey if you have a a, a good moral barometer i love have you ever seen that video no. Okay, well, Steve Harvey's a real piece of shit, by the way. And I, I, you can disagree <laughs> with me. Is. You can disagree with me, but Steve Harvey is a fucking asshole. There's a compilation online of Steve Harvey saying these awful fucking things, 
And it doesn't matter what your opinions are. Steve Harvey says some really Isn't he like an things. iconic comedic figure? Steve Harvey? Yeah. He, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Steve Harvey. Yeah, sorry. I don't know why. I was thinking of someone else. Yeah, but Steve Harvey's a real asshole. I'm just, just throwing what that he, out what there. What does he do? What does he do that riles your feathers? Um, He says a lot of really... <laughs> look, look we're, we're being mean back. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, remember, if you don't agree with our point of view, it's just... Fuck you, Steve Harvey! <laughs> No, but Steve Harvey is kind of an asshole. Uh, if you don't believe me, go look up compilations of, of – just search I hate Steve Harvey and, <laughs> and you'll see why. He's just – he says some really shitty things. And, you know, he's allowed to have his own opinions, but he's also kind of really yeah. shitty. He says a lot of really kind of fucked up things. Fight but, us. Yeah, fight us. I would love to have Steve Harvey come on the podcast so I could debate him. And speaking of Steve Harvey, I just remembered when I was in middle school, my bus driver would always have a little radio, and she would always play Steve Harvey on the way to school, and it was very uh, obnoxious. Not because I disliked Steve Harvey at the time, just because it was a very loud man on the radio at like 6.30 in the morning when I'm just trying to do my homework on the bus or, or take a little— This is why you hate him. It, this this is the true root this of is the subconscious hate. The, the seed of hate that, that Steve <laughs> Harvey uh, subconsciously planted in me as a child. Nope, and that sounded sexual, so. <laughs> Steve, Steve Harvey planted his seed of hatred into you when oh, you were dude, just a young boy. I was just a little boy on the bus, and you know, Steve <laughs> Harvey planting his seed in me. Well, guys, that about does it for this episode of Super Mega Cast. Uh, you know, we got into some pretty deep, some some pretty touchy topics, but we promise, uh, you know, these are just our opinions. If you don't like them, we're sorry. And they're we... subject to change at a moment's notice because people's opinions happen to change. Yes, so so don't hate us for our opinions. We don't Except you if you're for... Hillary Clinton flip-flopping everywhere. Oh, you stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, but guys, we love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Next week we'll talk about some more fun topics that aren't so, uh, you know, you know, out there. But but guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Ryan, do you have any last words? Cuckoo, kachoo. What? Some. I was. Were you doing the I am the walrus thing by the Beatles? What are you doing? You're just making no- a noise now. You're just making noise. Just say bye. Just say bye, Ryan. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.